Welcome, everyone. I'm Dale Coolis, and you are tuning in to the Friday edition of the Berkshire Hathaway podcast. And today we have on Realtor Adam Hagelson, and he'll be talking with us today right after this. Real estate can feel a lot like this, but you should expect more when you're buying or selling a home. You should feel taken care of by someone who can turn jitters into ah. Someone with the tools and knowledge to help you find the one or sell yours. We'll take it. Someone who can make real estate feel less like that and more like this. That's Home Services. Berkshire Hathaway Home Services. Welcome back. We are with Berkshire Hathaway Realty expert Adam Hagelson. I'm sorry about that. Happy Friday to you. (laughs) Yeah, thank you. (laughs) <laughs> I'm, I'm still gonna get it they're, they're giving me a little grief here on on, on, on my yeah uh, no yeah, worries I've been, I've been called a lot worse and uh usually people throw r's in there like Helger, <laughs> helgerson i'm like there's no r in my name so i always say helga like the fat lady helga i'm the son of helga helgeson helgeson hey arnold that cartoon i think that was the name of the character too you remember that one i think hey arnold yeah hey arnold from nickelodeon days no. yeah no I, I lived in the country we had like three channels oh yeah so yeah i played outside i didn't see hey arnold nope. so no, oh, no. I spent a few summers on a farm, and uh, yeah, I definitely am familiar with the uh, uh, with the uh, yeah with the three channels and all that too. Yep. And yep, yep, good times. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it's Friday end of the week. How are we doing today? Doing good. Uh, just recovering from the golf scramble yesterday. It was hot, very hot. So I was trying to stay hydrated. Um, they kept ordering Coors Light, which is pretty <laughs> much like water. So yeah, we were good, staying hydrated. So it was fun and. Uh, Today, I was just going to kind of touch on the uh, importance. Yeah, I see we have here. Importance when having an agent price your home. Yes. I've been dealing with uh, quite a few, like, for sale by owners lately. Um, and it just kind of kind of cracks me up when they, they do their pricing strategy. And even some other agents, you know, um, you have to price it accordingly with the market. Um, right now, with the interest rates changing, you know what I mean? They, they jump from, like, two and a half up to five five and a half, um, you, you have to take that into consideration. So just because a similar house sold like that two months ago, right? How we do a market analysis is we look at similar homes that have sold in the area in the last six months to a year. We're on a, a transitioning trend right now. So those numbers are going to be inflated on the comps. You know, so like I did one the other day, uh, a market analysis on a place, and it said it had gained a hundred grand in the last year. And I'm like, well, with the market, maybe, but not. That's not going to happen right now. We know what the interest rates going up, so you had to take that into consideration. There, there can always so. be like a variety of factors uh, just influencing what, how it could change in any kind of way. Yep, exactly. There's lots of different factors, and you have to do your comparables on similar style houses. Um, prime example i was talking to a for sale by owner last week and this guy cracked me up all right um i don't remember his name and i'm not going to call him out but anyways if he's listening uh this is a funny story so i was sitting there talking to him um about his house for sale and how it's priced and everything uh he's like well the one next door you know what i mean sold for you know more than i i'm asking you know and they got multiple offers first day so i think my price is right and i'm like okay well let me run some numbers Right, so I did my market analysis, and then I looked up the one his next door neighbor's. Okay, he has a two-story with a two-car garage. The next door neighbor was a one-story, had an extra six hundred square feet and a three-car garage. And I'm like, you can't compare a two-story to a one-story. Plus, it has extra square footage in a bigger garage. And he's like, yeah, but 
it needed new shingles. Would you rather have more square footage or new shingles? Because I just put new shingles on mine. I'm like, that that doesn't matter. That's not how this works. You know Apples I mean? and oranges. Yeah, that's not how any of this works. Like that old Facebook commercial with the old ladies. I'm going to unfriend you and take the picture <laughs> off the wall. Right? That's not how this works. Right? And he kind of got flustered because my market analysis showed he should have his house price like 25 grand under what he's asking. Um, and he's, he ended the conversation with, well, I'm pretty sure I know what I'm doing. My ex-wife used to be a realtor. Sounds like he was completely off the uh, mark and over, like, overestimated. <laughs> okay, your ex-wife used to be a realtor, so you know what you're doing? That doesn't, that doesn't make much sense. So, yeah, it was, it was quite funny. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah. gosh. Yeah. So, yeah, that, that's one example of just how I yeah, was just completely off the mark and just, just got to have the pricing realty experts with Berkshire Hathaway to help, help, help them out to get it, get it weighted appropriately. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, two, when you're dealing with for sale by owners, one, you don't get the marketing and stuff like you do with an agent. Mm-hmm. One, you have no clue where the price point is at, if you're at the right price point or what, right? Some people, um, like I helped my brother buy a lake cabin and an agent offered to sell it for him and did the market analysis and said, Hey, I can sell this for 280. He's like, I don't want to, I don't want to pay the commission. He's like, I'll do a 10 grand flat fee. Right. So you still walk away with 270. He's like, no, I'd rather do it on my own. And he sold it to my brother for 220. I'm like, you just gave up like 50 grand. Yeah. Big like, loss what, of profit. There. What are you doing? You know? Yeah. So there's that, that stigma there. Um, do you yeah. think if you just get caught up heat heat of the moment and stuff like that, don't don't rush well, to consult with all the all the experts and get get advice on that yeah, type of thing? I mean, so realtors, I mean, we have a bad reputation. You know, we're right up there with used car salesmen and insurance agents. Um, so we, it's a stigma. So like, I yesterday morning I was reaching out to some for sale by owners, just saying, hey, this is who I am. You know, is there a reason you're not using an agent? Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, one of them was like, well, I don't want to pay 40 grand. I said, well, who said it's going to be 40 grand? And they said math. I'm like, well, our commission's negotiable. You know what I mean? Um, and another one said, you know, because I always say the same thing. Hey, is there a reason you're not using an agent? I'm just curious. You know what I mean? And one of them was my anxiety. I'm like, okay, your, your anxiety is you're not using an agent, but you're trying to sell on your own? That's just going to make it worse. You know, and so I was talking to him about, hey, my job is to prevent three things or save you three things. And that's time, money, and stress. I said, I do everything professional photographers, drone footage, all that type of stuff. I cover all that. You know what I mean? I handle all negotiations, make sure the house is ready, all the title work. We do all that for you. So your anxiety level can drop. You know what I mean? We don't have to, you don't have to worry about anything because it's, you know, I mean, that, that's a great life lesson too. I mean, I, I've dealt with anxiety issues over the years too. And it's just like one of the big, big, easy ways just to overcome, like, like you said, for helping out with Berkshire Hathaway with you guys is doesn't hurt to reach out and ask. Yeah. I mean, uh, I'm a very upfront guy. I'm very unpushy, right? I'm not going to call and harass you. If, you know, I tell my clients when, when we do a contract, right? I say, I usually do them for six months. And they're like, okay. But I said, any time between there, you don't like the way I am. You don't like my shoes. You don't like the way I do business. Fire me. You know what I mean? Because if you don't want to work with me, I, I have other things I can do. You know what I mean? But some agents are like, once you get them under contract, they're like, nope, you're in a contract with me. You can't do anything else. You know, it's like, well, if they're not relating to you, if you're not doing them justice, I mean, why are you going to hold them? Why do you want to put them through that? 
you do, know? do you get a lot of surprise of, of uh, clients where that they're just surprised at how flexible you could be? They'll be like, well, you'll, you'll do this. You'll work with us yep. on this front and, and so forth. Yeah. Well, I mean, I got a call at nine o'clock last night. Um, like my schedule is booked today. I'm booked till six o'clock. So I was wondering if I was even going to be able to fit this in today. Um, but they called me at nine thirty last night saying, hey, this property just came on. Can we look at it? Um, and I'm like trying to move my schedule around. And I do a radio show in Crookston every Friday morning. So I was like, bouncing around. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, oh, crap. So I did my, my Crookston radio spot on the road today and then uh, was out in Buxton already showing properties out there and now back here. And so they're like, man, I, I appreciate you, you know, taking the time. And that's that's one thing, too, is, you know, with an agent, find one that's flexible. You know what I mean? That's going to I mean, this my phone rings nonstop the wife gets pissed but i always answer it or if i'm in a meeting i call you back as soon as i'm done right um communication is key and that's the same thing when it comes back to pricing you know you have to go through the house and make sure you know right what it's going to qualify for as far as financing types and stuff Uh, another example i had a uh, lady reach out to me they had a rental property in laramore and they wanted me to come out because they were fixing it up getting ready to sell and they wanted my opinion. And I mean, they redid the inside, looked nice. Um, but the fence had flaking paint and the eaves, you know, the kind of, had, kind had, of the, the right little things to look for that, that yep. have a big factor on the pricing. Yep. Because I was like, OK, so by that having flaking paint and being in disrepair, now you're ruling out all VA, USDA and FHA type of loans. And in a small town like that, the USDA is a zero down home loan that a lot of people love and the VA close to the airbase. I said, you're really limiting who's going to be able to look at this house or finance it. So they took my advice. They painted the fence. They put up metal fascia. And they said, you know, if we can, if we can get like 60 grand for this place, I'd be happy. Um, and I think we closed at 115000 Wow. So oh. just knowing those little repairs, what to do to make it, you know, to open it up to all those lenders. And it ended up being a USDA buyer that bought it. So... You know, that comes into the pricing strategy, too. If you're really limited, you know what I mean? If it's run down, you know, I have another house I have listed right now. I went through and helped them um, fix it up. And, you know, there was peeling wallpaper and stuff in the basement. I had a contractor come in and rip all that down, repaint to match and get it looking nice. Uh, I installed a new dishwasher for them um, and just got it, got it show ready. You know what I mean? So when it hits the market everything's done. It shows a lot better. Yeah. I imagine, do you have like a checklist in when it, uh, examining uh, new potential uh, homes there and all that? Just like, you know, what, what to look for for this is kind of got that like just mental checklist for what oh, to yeah. go down yeah. for. I have a mental checklist of what, you know, what to go through and, you know I mean? And that's same with buyers, you know, what type of financing they're using, what to look for and looking through pictures, I can say, Hey, this isn't going to qualify for VA unless this, this, and this is done. Um, I have another one right now I'm buying. They're doing, uh, USDA and it's out in Reynolds. Um, so Monday, I hope the weather's supposed to be nice Monday because I got to go paint the garage um, before the appraiser gets there, so we can make sure it passes USDA. So oh wow, we have a fun fun activities doing this crazy outdoor heat too. The way oh, things are going, yeah. yeah. Well, we got I got a big commercial paint sprayer. We just shoved the tube in the bucket and just oh wow. <laughs> um, so the guy, the owner, was going to pressure wash it for us and get it clean with all the you know flaking paint off, so we can just come shoot it and be done with it and i mean it doesn't have to look pretty just there can't be any flaking or peeling paint for appraisers so just to get know what to do and be willing to do that for your client Mm -hmm. um 
just going above and beyond, just be, be, yeah. being at them. And I, I like how you said it too. You, you're always at you, making yourself always available to them to reach out to you whenever. That's got to be a big yeah. help for them. Yeah, and just taking care of it. I have a guy that's. Uh, I sold his house. He's leaving on Sunday, but we don't close till the 18th of July. So I'm going to be taking care of it, uh, mowing for him. I have another client too that they left. I have their house for sale just outside of town. They have a three-acre property that I go mow for them and make sure the property's good and um, just take care of it for them. And I have a vested interest in the sale of your home. So just knowing what to do and taking care of it and make sure everything's in tip-top shape that's i yeah. mean that's awesome with having the realty experts at berkshire hathaway have, have you guys just making sure like i said going above and beyond uh yep mow paint all that <laughs> everything <laughs> well not all of us do that uh you know i've done some house flips and i got a construction background so you know and that's nice too when i when i meet with clients about listing the place you know what i mean i go through and say hey okay what does this light switch do oh that light bulb's burnt out okay well yeah. change that you know what i mean if you can't when you're looking at a house with buyers, I know I go through, I got my mag light and everything, but if, if they can't even change a light bulb that's burnt out, what other deferred maintenance is on the house? You know, another thing I always do too is check the furnace filter, you know, cause that can tell a lot about a house is look at the furnace filter. If it's clean, all right, they take care of it. You know what I mean? They constantly switch it. I pulled one out and I couldn't even get it out because oh, no. I don't think they'd ever changed it the whole time they've lived there. It was so dirty that no air could go through, and it actually sucked the filter oh. into the furnace. Like it was that nasty, so the air could go around it. What's the recommendation on changing uh, changing that filter out? About uh, depends upon what you know thickness you get, as far as you know the the high high count or whatever they call it that catches more the dirt. You got to change those more often. Um, you know, recommend getting. I like the the cheaper to mid grade ones. Because even if they get dirty and plugged up, they still let air through. Yes, they don't grab as much dust particles, but that is the first thing or the main thing that's going to make your furnace or AC quit is having that plugged filter. You got to think those components in there are working twice as hard to get the airflow through, and that's how it, it'll burn out your burn out your furnace. So, you know, looking at that is big. So just going through the house and getting it prepared for sale all comes into the pricing strategy, which a lot of people don't think about when they're getting their home ready. I so. got a question because there's something I didn't realize. So you said like sometimes you will like go and actually mow their lawn for them. Yeah. But like you get paid extra to do that or nope. how does that work? No, you don't. See, nope. I didn't know that until I listened to this podcast because I'm yeah. here every day. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I go above and beyond and yeah, I mean, it's, I've done lots of, like I said, the other one I just listed, I just went and installed their dishwasher for them. Um, wow. and then they asked me a question. They were, they were a foreign couple and they're like, well, do you have any clue The they had a ceiling fan in the son's bedroom right over his bed and the light didn't work. And they're like, the fan works, watch. And they flipped the switch and the whole fan just started swinging. Oh and I'm like, shut that off. Oh man. You know what <laughs> I mean? But they're like, yeah, the light doesn't work. I'm like, shut it off. And I looked at it and here the ceiling fan, right. Was mounted just the little blue plastic box in the ceiling where ceiling fans are supposed to be. They're, they're supposed to be bracketed in the ceiling to support the weight and the movement. So this whole ceiling fan was just held by a little plastic box swinging over this kid's bed. I'm like, shut that off. Do not use it. And I, when I went to install the dishwasher, I brought a new light. So I disconnected the ceiling fan, took it down, and I put up just a normal light that works. I'm like, now you have light, and it, it's not going to fall on your kid's head. Yeah, you know? sounds so, like crisis averted. <laughs> yes. So yeah. just looking at stuff like that and making sure the house is ready is is huge. So, Are there any other uh, important uh, ways to have an agent price your home before we wrap up for the day here? 
No, that's about it. I mean, there, there's nine steps, you know, to buying or selling a home. First step is call me. I handle the rest. So yeah. that's about the way it goes. So, so, so before we wrap up for today, Adam, what's the best way for everyone to reach out and contact you? The best way is my cell phone, which is 701-317-1750. You can check out my website, homesbyhelgeson.com. I have... Uh, you know, a lot of information on there. And if you're curious what your home is worth, there's a link on there. You can click, type in your address and info, and it sends you out a uh, kind of estimate of what it's worth, which is a lot better than Zillow. Or you can call any of us real estate experts at Berkshire Hathaway at 746-0303. And that is a wrap for your Friday edition of the Berkshire Hathaway podcast. Many thanks to Adam Helgeson. Hey, I think I got, got it. it. Yes, 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 yes. I'll give me a, oh, I don't got the... Uh, there we go. <laughs> so many thanks to producer Katie, and we'll be back for your next Berkshire Hathaway podcast on Wednesday morning at 10. Until then, have a good weekend, and goodbye for now.